I like your plan, except it sucks, so let me do the plan, and that way it might be really good. What do you get when you cross a swole dad, a lovesick bro, a billionaire philanthropist, and a cranky magician? You get a fight scene. Welcome to Fight Scene, everyone, the world's toughest movie podcast. I am Jay Busby. I'm Logan Busby. And this is where we talk about the only good parts of movies. Forget witty dialogue, forget character introspection, forget cinematography and scene setting here. We are all about people punching other people in the face. We're here for the punches. We're here for the stabs. We're here for the shots. Anything involving a fight, somebody getting hurt, that's what we're going to talk about. Bingo. And today... We're starting off with a big one. Thanos versus the Avengers and the Guardians of the Galaxy. And Spider-Man. And Spider-Man on Titan in Avengers Infinity War. Now, a little bit of background here. Infinity War came out in 2018. I'm assuming you've seen it. Everyone has. It is the 19th film in the MCU. It had a budget of up to $400 million, but it was okay because it made about $2 billion to date, ranking it fifth all-time. Logan, before we get into that, name the top four movies. Of ever? Or of ever. In- adjusted for inflation? Cause... <laughs> no, because it's, um, it's Endgame is obviously the biggest of yes. all time. And then it's Infinity War is one of them, right? Well, Infinity War is the fifth. Oh, Infinity War. I just blanked out. Uh, Jurassic World, is that one of the top five? That is not. Uh, got Star Wars The Force Awakens. That is one. All right, I'm going to say Avatar, that obviously. Is, that's right, that and famous movie that nobody remembers. Is Titanic And Titanic one? is it. There but you there's go. no fight scenes there. So actually, there's that one. There's yeah. not many fight scenes there, so we don't care. I don't think we're going to be worried about Titanic and fight scene. <laughs> Titanic versus the iceberg was over pretty quickly. But yeah. one let's side focus match. here on Avengers Infinity War. Now, Logan, take us back to 2018, two years ago. It feels like much longer. What It does. What were you thinking when you walked into that theater. I don't know why, but I was thinking it was going to be a lot more like deadly than it actually was. Because I was thinking that this was going to be the end of one of the big ones. One, either Cap or Iron Man. Granted, this was the first of a two-movie series, so I don't know why I thought that. But either way, I was hyped. Thanos, after whenever Avengers came out, 2012, he was finally like in the movies, not just sitting in a chair. So yeah, I was going in, you know, opening night. High expectations, and they were very much met. Yes, we'll get to the the, uh, overall movie here in a little bit, but for now, let's dig in on Thanos. Thanos, that plucky purple fellow with big dreams, specifically the dream of killing off half the universe. He first showed up in the comics. Uh, He was a skinny little dude. showed up in Iron Man. He was a chump. He was a chump. I'm going to say it. He was a chump. He has. He's worked out a bit since then, but here's my question to you. You you have gone from the movies back to the comics. I'm old, Mm -hmm. so I went from the comics to the movies. Yeah. What have you seen, what have you discovered about Thanos as you've gone back and looked at his comic origins? Well, the thing is- Aside from being a chump. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he was a chump. He he wasn't even the biggest threat in his origin issue. There were two red demon dudes that were more threatening, Uh, but the thing is- He's like got very drastic uh, character motivation change because in the original, it's because he's motivated by the love of death. Like for those who aren't familiar with comics, death is a woman who has a skull for a head and is in like a purple robe. So Thanos kills half the universe for her. And that's like his main thing here. He's like, I wanted to save my planet, save my people. But they called me a madman in the comics. He's like, that's nah. a scary good impersonation of Thanos. And <laughs> in, in the comics, he's like, I have a crush on death. So if I kill a lot of people, you know, for her, 
I mean, maybe something will happen. It was basically him asking her to prom. Yeah, not even asking. And it's like asking the cheerleader to prom, but the cheerleader had a skull for a head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's kind of a wuss. She she turns away from him. He tries to, at one point, he tries to kiss her. I mean, it's just yeah. really kind of a it's suspect. It's also kind of, kind of strange because he like builds this entire temple out of nothing and he's got like tons of statues of her. And it's like, I don't even think up to this point he said more than like a sentence to her. It's kind of borderline of stalking at that point. It's not borderline. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to the ladies out there, if a guy builds a gigantic space temple to you and he's never actually spoken to you, run. That's, run that's a red flag right there. Anyway, he's not about space temples here. He's about kicking ass. And this is what brings us to our battle on Titan. This is at about the hour 45 mark in how long was Infinity War? Like it's... seven and a half hours or something? <laughs> uh, not long enough. No, I think it was close to three, right? All right, maybe so, two yes. and a half. So here we go. We're at this. Uh, we're at this fight here on Titan, where he's trying to get. He's already gotten four, four of, of the, the stones, six. and yeah. he needs two more. And one of them, Doctor Strange is carrying it on him, right around a necklace. Don't carry it like that. You got to keep it. Keep it a little more hidden than that. But run us through here. Start us off here. Who are our characters? He's come to Titan. He's found. The Avengers and the Guardians there. So Thanos shows up. Who are our characters here? So, so everyone's on the same page. Characters. Thanos, bad guy. We just talked about him. You know him. Uh Doctor Strange, Sorcerer Supreme, big magician. Earlier in the movie, he was fighting off two of Thanos' goons, uh, doing pretty well. Uh, after that, we got Iron Man. Everybody knows Iron Man. Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. In this movie, you gotta know that he's got a nanotech suit, so once parts of it break off, they can just reform. Nanotech. After that, we got Spider-Man in the Iron Spider suit. It's Peter Parker. He's, at this point, uh, pretty skilled, but he's got the new suit. It's got, like, the metal arms. It's Spider-Man. Everybody knows Spider-Man. Uh, after that, we got the Guardians of the Galaxy. These are a bit weirder, guys. We got Star-Lord. He's the leader. Kind of an inferiority complex. Important to note, he, like, just before this movie happened, he had to kill his dad, and also he found out that his dad was a space god who killed his mom. So, he's not in a great emotional place going into this fight, also going into this fight, uh, his girlfriend, Gamora, got dropped off a cliff by Thanos. He doesn't know that yet, uh, so that, that Thanos got the Soul Stone. Then we got Drax. Thanos killed his family. This, his entire character arc is trying to kill Thanos, and he's uh, got tough skin, uh, physically, not emotionally. Then you got Mantis, who is, uh, she can like control emotions, and um, she's kind of just along for the ride. Uh, and then the rest of the Guardians are split off. I think that's everyone, right? That's it. Yeah. Well, there's yeah, there's Nebula, Thanos. Oh daughter. yeah, so Nebula all, comes in later in the fight. So they're all there, and their goal here is is first of all to keep Thanos from getting Doctor Strange's little green glowy gem, the time stone. and the time stone, and the second goal is to get Thanos's Infinity Gauntlet, his big old badass glove, off of him. So mm-hmm. they set up a plan. The plan looks like it's working. Everything's going smoothly. They've got him tied down. They're hitting Thanos with everything, man. They're hitting him. Let's see, I made a list here of all the things that Thanos gets hit with. Thanos gets hit with a spaceship. Thanos gets hit with the chunk of a planet. Thanos gets hit with magic whips. Thanos gets hit with magic butterflies. And Thanos gets hit with a bunch of fists. Well, don't get, uh, don't forget that Iron Man dropped a, a building on him. Right, to start the, right. He's got all these... Start the fight. Exactly. He's, he got, and he shrugs it all off. So this is, this is my first question to you about this fight. Thanos is going easy on these guys, isn't he? I mm, I think at the start yes, but then because he's like, oh you know, he, the only one of these people he knows that he is slightly intimidated by is Iron Man because they've got the whole you know they've known each other since Age of Ultron that weird vision thing. 
He doesn't care about the Guardians. He just beat them like, you know, 40 minutes earlier in the movie. He doesn't care about them. Spider-Man is a kid, so he doesn't care about him. And Doctor Strange, he doesn't seem to know too much about magic, so yeah, a little bit iffy if he cares about him. But then once they actually get him, you see Thanos going hard. He drops a full moon. Granted, not like the like Majora's Mask, like the entire moon falls on them, but he like blows the moon up and drops it on them. So I think in the midpoint of the fight, once he's like, oh shoot, they actually got me pinned down at that one point, then he goes off. He he goes hard at that point. Well, here's the thing. What what you notice about this is that Thanos is such a badass that he he's like rolling through it's like he's rolling through the NCAA tournament, just knocking teams out of the bracket. You didn't even see he blew out Xandar so badly to get that purple gem. What's the, what's the purple one? Uh, power. The power, yeah. He blew them out so badly. You it's didn't like even if LeBron see James went up against a middle school basketball team. Exactly. That's really he, what this matchup is. And he's working his way through each room. This is his toughest fight so far, but it still doesn't seem all that tough to him. And, and so this is the first kind of plot hole that we have is why doesn't Thanos just whip everybody's ass and, and start squishing people. I think the real thing is he almost did because he was going easy, obviously, as we established beforehand, because he didn't see them as a threat. But once they happened, he went more for, like, big attacks than, like, killing attacks. Like, you know, he did that that whip with the uh, power stone that knocked out three other guardians out and sent them flying. He broke the moon up. He wasn't going for, like, you know, specific, trying to kill a certain character at each point for a while. He was just, you know most destruction, throw him off. And then, once he goes one-on-one with uh, Doctor Strange, you, he would kill him, but then Iron Man comes in, and he stabs Iron Man. I mean, he was going, you know, proverbially for the jugular, but we not thought, literally. We thought Iron Man was going to die. And I feel like, well, I remember did. in the theater, just like, you know, you heard some people talking, like, not talking, but like, they were talking? <laughs> like murmuring because of the fight, you know, because it was cool. But then when Iron Man, like, got stabbed, it was just like a collective gasp across the theater, just, because <gasps> you're thinking, oh, this is it. This is going to be his big heroic sacrifice. And obviously it's not. So we roll on here through the fight, and there's a couple of notes that I had here. First of all, all of these guys, other than Thanos, obviously, and and Drax, have such good hair. They're all, they all look good. We don't know about Spider-Man. They all look good. I feel like Spider-Man's got a lot of hat hair going on right there. When they they take off their their helmets, (laughs) they all look good. But it seems to me that every character other than Thanos is at their absolute maximum effort. And Thanos is still kind of like, he's like a dad wrestling with his kids. He's not exactly going full steam here. Although, I don't know if Spider-Man's at his full maximum effort, because, like, Spider-Man does not have a good gauge on how strong he has to go in these movies. Because, like, his maximum effort was in, in Homecoming, where he lifted up the whole building that crumbled off of him, that big old comic reference. And this one, he's just kicking Thanos. And I feel like they're not, you know, building leveling kicks right here. I feel like... <laughs> Because Spider-Man's not the type of person to, you know, even if it's this big thing, you know, in both movies and comics, he doesn't try to kill. He tries to, like, incapacitate. He probably should have here. Yeah, but, you know, he didn't know he was up against. The plan works. The plan works. Uh, they managed to get him pinned down. They've got him, him held from every direction. They've almost got the gauntlet off. And then, at the last second... Star-Lord screws it up. Now, hold on. I've seen a lot of hot takes on Twitter about how Star-Lord is worse than Thanos. I want to bring up the point that Nebula is actually the person who causes it. On Star-Lord, you know, he was starting to figure things out, but he's not the brightest until Nebula yes. deliberately said it. Nebula. He took her to Warmere. He came back with the soul still. She did so this is not, all this Star-Lord slander, I'm not here for it. He's a good character. Like, he just lost his dad. Well, he killed his dad because he found out his dad killed his mom. He was a space god for, like, a while. 
but he killed his dad and lost his space god powers. Like, he's going through a lot. You Give him a break. You know, that's nice and all, but this is like Super Bowl forty nine when when the <laughs> no, Patriots Yes, when the Seahawks were playing the Patriots and they're right down there at the goal line and and all of a sudden Russell Wilson throws an interception and the game is over. But imagine imagine if right before the Patriots Malcolm Butler makes an interception, some Patriots player had lined up off sides. <laughs> and all of a sudden they're right there on this cusp of victory, but nope, you got to do it all over again, and and this time you lose. That's exactly what happened. See, I just want to know. Star Lord was off sides. See, I just one thing I wonder is there were like you know Spider Man was preoccupied, Mantis, Drax were all preoccupied, Doctor Strange also preoccupied, Nebula just standing there and then angering him, but Iron Man he was preoccupied, but he was closest to Star Lord. Why didn't he just do one of his repulsor blasts? Just shoot Star Lord far away. <laughs> no, because he goes off of the gauntlet himself fully afterwards. You seem to be making a lot of excuses for Star Lord. I'm just kind of Star Lord was offsides. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, he manages that Thanos manages to uh, win back the gauntlet. He manages to take the time stone from Doctor Strange. Well, he wins back the gauntlet, and then we cut to the Wakanda fight. But you know, that's not the hero there, right? And then at that point, it looks like it's real, real bad for our heroes. He's, he's gone ahead and he stabbed Tony Stark. Looks like Iron Man is going to die. Thanos goes and snaps his way out of, of this particular scene and, and off to Wakanda, as we see later. Looks bad. Looks bad for our boys yeah. and girls. And Star-Lord says, Did we just lose? Balls on Star Lord to ask if we just lost. Yes. <laughs> no, you just lost. Because of you, jackass. Anyway, so that is the end of that scene. So, where would you? Let's give this a, a ranking of one to ten, and you can go decimal points. On in terms of fight scenes, this is our very first episode, so we don't really have any barometer yeah, to any, go by. But uh, but but go ahead and assign a number value to this one. I think it's a really good, one of the best MCU fight scenes. I, think I don't I, hear a number. I, I'm justifying the number, man. You got you can't just be like mm, seven. Like this you is gotta, the you gotta it, build it up. Okay, go ahead. I think it's such a good fight scene because it does what like the Marvel movies do better than anything else, which is team up fights. They might not always have the best individual choreography, but no superhero movie does team ups better than the Marvel movies. And I think I got to give it an eight point five out of ten. Eight point five. Wow. It's a it's a dang good fight, man. That's actually lower than I would have given it. But we'll go. We'll, we'll let Logan oh. be the the ranker. So eight point <laughs> five is our first one. Eight point five out of ten. So we have got a few categories we're going to run through here before we wrap up with this eight point five fight. <laughs> Whew, man, defending Star Lord. Not not giving this giving this a, hey, giving hey, this a I'm B? not defending him. I'm just putting all the cards out on the table. People yeah. can come to their assumptions. Okay. Rounds well, up to an A as well. All right. So <laughs> rounds up to an A, barely. <laughs> Categories here. First category, of course, better with Batman. In this category, what we're gonna do is see if the movie would have been better with Batman. Any fight scene. And this is gonna get I mean, obviously Batman is not a member of the Marvel universe, Dang. but we're gonna hypothesize he just, anyway. He randomly, you know, popped in one day. He got yes. teleported in. Batman's gonna gonna show up in every single fight that we have. So, yes, get used to that. Get, be prepared for Batman. All right. So, would this have been better with Batman? What say you? I kind of say no, because there's so much verticality to this fight that you don't think about. Iron Man dropping things from the sky. Thanos dropping a moon down. Spider-Man swinging around the thing. Everybody here, like even Star-Lord, who's the most normal, he's using his jetpack boots to fly around. Batman just does not have the movement abilities. With the close quarters fighting, it's all, it's all quick and snappy. Batman is not good at quick and snappy close quarters fighting. He just keeps getting punched. If he starts losing, and that's not what happens here. So I think 
he wouldn't have been able to do too much. I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to say yes, and I'll tell you why. It has nothing to do with fighting. Batman is the smartest tactician ever. He's he's smarter than than any chess grandmaster. He would know ahead of time what Star-Lord's little problem was. He would know that Star-Lord has a problem with Gamora. He would have come up with a plan that had Star-Lord's ass a long way away right at the crucial moment. So he would have, so I think that Batman would have been able to come up with a better plan than Star-Lord's that didn't involve Star-Lord losing his mind. That is very, actually, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, the, the whole thing is Batman can outplan anybody. So right. I, very, I think that could have happened. Batman, best organizational planner in the universe. The only thing is, <laughs> that's assuming Batman knows what's happening. I thought we were just dropping Batman into the middle. No, no, no. He's, he, well, he's <laughs> just, where am I? <laughs> we're literally making this all up as we go on. So, Next category, flip it. What if it had gone the other way? What if... It should have gone the other way. Yeah, it should have gone the other way. What if they had managed to pull that gauntlet off and then just beat Thanos down and and somebody's holding the gauntlet and everybody else is beat on Thanos? What what then? I mean, obviously, the movie would be over, but but what happens then? Uh, Well, I think you can uh, read what happens in Infinity Gauntlet number five, I think, because I think it could end up being where Nebula, like in the comic, where Nebula takes the gauntlet. Yeah. Because at this point... She's still not the most stable, like she's starting to get, you know, recuperated by the Guardians. But I think it's very likely she would go on her own battle conquest, trying to wipe out all of Thanos' forces. And she's like, hey, I can protect the universe like this. That and actually then, would have been pretty cool. I think that would have been a cool alternate ending. But it didn't happen. Now, the, the we've got the oh, come on moment. And I think we've already kind of talked around this. But uh, the biggest plot hole in this is what? It's Doctor Strange would easily... Just make a make a portal and chop Thanos' hand off. Right. Why? Or his head off. Or, why didn't they just they literally, chop Thanos' hand off? They foreshadowed it earlier in the movie. In the fight in Central Park, or one of Thanos' goons is jumping through the portal. Doctor Strange has a portal that he sent him to friggin' Antarctica, I think. And he closes it, he closes it, chops his hand off. That's foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, and then and then in um, in uh, Endgame, what does Thor do? Bang, lops his hand off. Right exactly. Off the bat. So yeah, they knew. They knew. They knew, but uh, And I but, think that that's the biggest problem with me. That and the Star-Lord thing, because, you know, they could have avoided... Those are the two biggest things that bring it down from a nine for me. Because those are two, like... It's fun in the movie, but when you take, like, any time to reconsider it, which is all this show is... Yes. Um, you're like, huh, that doesn't make sense. Kind of kind of unfortunate it brings it down that point five. Next category, by the numbers. Doctor Strange said that there was only a... Do you remember the number? It's 14,605. Good Lord. Yes. Only one in 14,605, which sounds really bad until I started looking up the odds of some other things. So I want you to tell me if this is more or less likely (laughs) than Thanos destroying the universe. Finding a four-leaf clover, is that more or less likely? I'm going to say more. Uh, Yes, that's one in 10,000. So yes, that's more likely. That's very much more likely. Uh, Catching a foul ball. I'm going to say less. Uh, No, that's only one in 835. Oh, wow. That's way way more. I feel like I should catch a lot more foul balls then. That's right, that's right. Picking a perfect March Madness bracket. Oh, psh, I don't think it's ever happened. Yes, that's correct. One in 1.6 billion. So yes. <laughs> oh my God. So that's a lot less likely than Thanos killing the entire Actually, this universe. brings up a good question. Can Doctor Strange just like win every March Madness? That's a good point. Yeah, Can he, he just look into it and be like, mm, all right, <laughs> UNC's going forwards. Yeah, it, I would use the damn time stone to win. I'd go full Back to the Future and win every. I guess that's, you know, the Sorcerer Supreme does not use it on trivial things. But I feel like first movie, Doctor Strange totally would. Yeah, yeah. Well, he anyway, totally that's, like, that's a question for once we get to Doctor Strange. But for right now, let's finish this out here. Are you more, Is Thanos more likely to destroy the universe or are you more likely to get a perfect score on the SAT? 
Uh, me specifically, <laughs> Thanos <laughs> easily, hard easy. <laughs> uh, but for the numbers, I'm gonna say. Actually, I'm still gonna say Thanos. There's too many questions. Uh, nope. Nope. Oh, it's, no. it's, it's only a one in three thousand three hundred seventy chance. That feels too uh, small. Let's see. Is it more likely that uh, that uh, someone would die at the hands of Thanos or die in a plane crash? I'm gonna say plane crash. No. Really? No. You have well, a. You one... said die at the hands of Thanos. I yes. feel like a lot. Of... <laughs> we have a. You have a one in sixty million chance so you're four times more likely for thanos to, to kill you to, to snap you right out of existence. right you know that makes me feel a lot better about flying then. there you go and then finally would you be more likely to have thanos take you out or win the one billion dollar powerball I'm from gonna, a couple years back i'm gonna say uh thanos thanos is correct you had a one in 88 quadrillion chance what do you think happened to the person who won it well I, isn't don't they sometimes have to like go into witness protection program yeah because their name is so publicized probably they built their own space cathedral too whatever girl that they were in love with, and she probably still spurned him because he was creepy. All right, this next category is called Casting Call, and I'm going to tell you some of the people that were up for the roles of these many people that we know so well now. So first of all, a couple of actually JLA people, uh, Gal Gadot, who we know as Wonder Woman, was up for the role of Nebula. Really? That... She, did, she did not want to get her uh, head shaved. I can respect that. I, I don't think I would either. Also, then, that's weird, because if that had happened, she wouldn't have been Wonder Woman. That's right. Up for the role of Drax, the old Spice guy. You know, Terry Crews? No, no, not that guy. The, oh, other one, the newer one. That would have been wild. Yeah. Oh, my God. Him and Jason Momoa, Aquaman. The first incarnation of Drax actually was painted as, as Jason Momoa. Really? Yes. I can't stop thinking about Terry Crews' Drax now, though. <laughs> Terry Crews is Jack That's my dream casting. Yeah, with, with, with talking muscles. <laughs> uh, trivia question here. Who was the first actor to play Thanos? Oh, God. Oh, it was in Avengers. It was a different dude. That was when he was like deep purple. Uh, I don't know. Dun, 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 Jay Leno. Dun. It's not Jay Leno. No, his name was Damon Poitier. So I don't know who go. that is. I don't. I don't either. But he's apparently done a lot of work. Honestly, good for you, bro. <laughs> Get in that Thanos paycheck. And finally, this is a good one. The actors who were up for Star Lord included, obviously, our boy Chris Pratt won it. But the guys who were up for it included John Krasinski. Jim oh. from The Office. He really went for... Because he also went up for Captain America. He was Mr. Fantastic, man. Let him be Mr. Fantastic. And apparently the last guy out before they picked Chris Pratt, Glenn Howerton. Dennis really? from Always Sunny. The golden god himself. The golden god. It could have been the Dennis plan to think, take down Thanos. That would have been <laughs> what? D-E-N-N-I-S. The Dennis system. That, my friends, is the key to winning any girl's heart. And you know, Thanos wouldn't snap because of the implication. <laughs> <laughs> they can't refuse because of the implication. Okay. That, <laughs> that seems really dark. Though. No, no, it's not dark. You're misunderstanding me, bro. So there you go. That's a casting oh, call. I want to I see alternate of it. Terry Crews, Drax, Glenn Howerton, yeah. Star. That would be wild. Yeah, it would be good. Wrapping up here. Most valuable player and least valuable player. We'll do least valuable player first. Who's, I, w- I want to hear your least valuable player. My least valuable player, you actually touched on it there. I'm going to go Mantis. Really? She calmed him down, but she wouldn't shut up. She kept saying, He is in anguish. Good. He, he, he mourns. She just kept her mouth shut. I think I was I was on a similar... Nebula or, um, or Drax was yeah. mine. Because Drax doesn't do too much. In the, he slices his ankle once and he like... Pins him, pins, pins his leg to the ground. Right. But Drax doesn't do all too much this time. 
Mantis does more because they had to, you know, she did screw up, but also she was the only one who could do that, you know. That's true. There are no psychics in the Marvel Cinematic Universe yet. So I, I don't know, but also I think I got to go with Nebula because she went with a spaceship, but like Iron Man hit him with that giant building and that did nothing, you know. Why would the spaceship <laughs> be any different? And then, you know, again, she was like, Oh, yeah, uh, Gamora's dead, you know, flat out saying it. Yeah, yeah, she's the sister that's always causing trouble. <laughs> most valuable player. Who's your most valuable player in this fight? My most valuable player has got to be the man himself, Doctor Strange, because he, he goes off in this fight. I, Doctor Strange is one of my favorite characters as a supporting character, because I feel like, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of him on his own, but he is so good in team scenarios. Like here, he was, you know, he was backing everybody up. He was sending portals for Spider-Man to fly through. He was, uh, you know, he lured Thanos out into the correct spot. And then when you pay attention, he does so much stuff. He pulls out like a magic sword. Basically, he makes a sword out of his orange magic stuff, starts slicing into Thanos. Uh, he makes shields. He makes uh, like petals to bounce off of. He tries to send Thanos into the mirror dimension. Which I wondered if would Thanos be have been able to break out of that if he had gone in with the Reality Stone? Um, yes. <laughs> but then, yeah, he's got he's got like the part where he splits into a thousand different forms of himself and like hits Thanos with a ton of magic whips. There, Doctor Strange is the only person who is fighting the entire time. Everybody else has some point where they're preoccupied, or they're launched into the air, or they're knocked out. Doctor Strange is there from beginning to end. The only time where he stops when Iron Man is stabbed because he got knocked, you know, knocked all the way away. But even then he has to give Thanos the time stone. So he's in it the most and he does the best. My most valuable player. Other than Thanos who actually won. <laughs> my most valuable player would be Thanos. But yeah. assuming that we're not going to take him, I'd go with you, Dr. Strange. Well, yeah, no, you can, all... you can take Thanos. No, 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 no. He's, he's the antagonist. Actually, he's kind of like the protagonist. But yeah. anyway. Infinity War is, Than- so is Thanos' movie. He's in it the most out of anybody. Right. Yeah, it's just all these pesky Avengers getting in his way. But (laughs) yes, so I go with you on Doctor Strange. So there we go. We have a little bit of disagreement. We have a little bit of agreement. Doctor Strange, MVP of this fight. Overall fight ranking, according to Logan Busby, an 8.5 out of 10. We'll have to see how that stacks up with our future fights. Got a lot more coming to you here from Fight Scene. Uh, Next week, we're going to a galaxy far, far away to deal with some more family troubles, funny as that is. <laughs> I am Jay Busby. I'm Logan Busby. And you've been listening to The Fight Scene. See you next week. See you. Are you yawning? <sighs> Did you hear what I said? Stop listening after you said we need a plan. <laughs>